so excited to to have you on here and i know we have a funny experience together and how we met so mm-hmm. i'm gonna i'm just gonna go into it brandon saved my foster dog's life from brooklyn new york this is the brooklyn art library podcast this week we talked to artist brandon monsoon about his sketchbook honeymoon for one or how my wife left me for a musician four weeks before my 30th birthday stick around So I think this was, what, May of 2018, and my partner, Marina, and I were at the the library. I was actually letting her read my sketchbook, which was kind of like a big deal for me. And we're just sitting there, and she's going through the book. And I think you had come in with Willow, who was the foster dog. I remember her name. I'm glad you remember her name. I do <laughs> The amount of times that I've thought about Willow in the intermediate years since is ridiculous. I always feel like it's one of those sliding doors moments. But so Marina's going through this book of mine, which is, we'll get into is like a very personal raw thing. And you come in with the dog, and then you disappear into the back. And then probably like five, 10 minutes later, I just see the dog run right past us out through the door because the door is open because it's a beautiful day. And it's one of those moments where time slows down and i just remember thinking to myself hmm that dog was running pretty fast and doesn't have like a leash or anything like that oh that door is open oh the dog just ran through that door hmm that doesn't seem good (laughs) and then like i finally like kicked in like oh man that's a dog running outside the door into brooklyn that could be a problem and i just like got up and just started to run after her and she she ran a, a long way um and it was almost it's kind of like a movie too where i'm just like if anyone was just like an outside observer was watching just like who is this guy chasing after her? and yeah. <laughs> and she was so cute like she would stop and like be like around people i'm like thinking like okay good she's finally gonna be able to get and then like i got kind of near her and then whoosh, shed it off again but finally corralled her and i think she just had a collar but she didn't have a leash And then I had to, like, walking her home, because I couldn't carry her, because I think she was a little bit too skittish. And I found, like, this long ribbon that was outside of a stoop and, like, fashioned, like, this makeshift (laughs) leash for her and and walked her back. Um, But, yeah, I was was super grateful, um, because I definitely... Bad intentions were in my head of what could potentially happen, but I was glad that she was safe. And we got her back to the library and to you. And Marina and I were definitely thinking of, hmm, because we were visiting um, and being like, oh, well, we could adopt this dog and come and bring her back home. But the logistics didn't work out. But I think I messaged you like the following weekend and you let me know that she found an amazing foster home or a permanent home. So that made me happy. Yeah. Well, that's I. I'm I'm glad to hear your version of the story because I I kind of forgot. I'm sure it was so funny for you to experience it. And yeah, we had just got this dog for like the weekend, and then like Friday <laughs> afternoon, it's running out the door. And yeah, thankful for you for for doing it. And then all of us are just like running around Williamsburg, and I thought for sure 
Yeah, that I was like thinking about how I had to like call the organization and be like, yeah, lost this dog. Sorry. <laughs> so, yeah, really glad you got that. But 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 the real reason you're here is you you uh, you, you had done a sketchbook uh, and the name of your sketchbook, which which explains a lot of it, is called Honeymoon for One. Uh, and so, yeah, you were bringing a bringing a new a new friend by to see the sketchbook. So tell us tell us uh, the, the story behind by the honey from that the honeymoon for one sketchbook so um i had gotten married back in 2010 and there's a lot of people you always have these visions of what your honeymoon's going to look like and ours kind of kept getting kicked down the road for costs and things like that and we'd finally decided three and a half years later like we're going we're doing it and we had booked this trip to iceland to scotland and to england and I was super excited. I had never traveled anywhere outside of the United States before. And then in the lead up to when we were supposed to leave, which was in October before, uh, like four days before my 30th birthday too. So it's kind of like a lot of things going on all at once. Um, my former wife let me know that um, she had met someone else and she wanted to pursue that. And so three we- three or four weeks before this whole trip and everything like that, I just kind of got thrown into this new reality of what life was now going to be. And so there was some debate on my end of being like, okay, so I have like this romantic honeymoon planned and like things going on. What do I do? Like, do I just cancel this trip? Do I, you know, go on it? And after some thought um, and reflection, I thought like, no, like, I haven't been able to travel outside the outside the United States that, you know, this could be good for me. And I think more than anything, too, it felt like an escape, um, you know, being in and around everything at home was very draining and emotional. And just like as anyone who's ever gone through a divorce or a serious breakup, like there's just so many highs and so many lows and just like a roller coaster of thoughts and feelings. And so I was like, no, I'm going to I'm going to go on this trip. And so I got on my flight out of New York and went over there. And um, I had previously stopped to visit my friends in New York because that's where we flew out of, or I flew out of. And I visited the library again because I had uh, heard about you guys a couple years earlier. You had the mobile um, library that was here in Ann Arbor. And my mom's an artist, like she's an amazing painter, but I always love, like she would do like little doodles and stuff like on birthday cards or things like that. And so when I saw like the sketchbook project, I was like, oh, this is super cool. I should totally get one for my mom. So I'd gotten one for her, I think back in like 2013-ish. And so when I was in New York, I'm like, oh, her sketchbook's there, should totally check it out. And so I did. And when I was there with my friend Mary, she suggested like, oh, like you should get a sketchbook for yourself and just, you know, like do some journaling or, or kind of have some outlets for all the things that you're thinking of feeling. And I remember kind of being like very hesitant or thinking of like, "Eh, I'm not sure that's really my speed. But when I was on the plane, I started, I opened up my sketchbook and I just started writing some things and doodling. And then I just then went on to document the two week honeymoon for one that I was experiencing. Well, 
I didn't I didn't realize you had been married for so long before that, which, you know, puts like another layer on that. So that's that's yeah, that's a really crazy story. Did you feel like the sketchbook was like helpful in your like sort of dealing with this part of your life? I would definitely say 100 percent. And I'm not necessarily someone that and like if people see the sketchbook, it's kind of a mixture of like sketches and just like kind of like a travel log slash outpouring of emotion. But I felt like it was like the one place where I could just put everything that was going on inside of me, inside of my mind and just put it out there. And it didn't need to be polished. It didn't need to kind of be, you know, this well thought out thing. And so I think for me, it was very therapeutic and just kind of like stream of consciousness. And like, this is what I'm thinking right now, especially like being in Iceland and doing this midnight hike that was supposed to be this romantic thing, but now doing it by myself with another couple there. So kind of a third wheel vibe going on. (laughs) Um, But, and then just, yeah, experiencing the trip and writing it down, I think was so important for the kind of cornerstone of my path towards recovering emotionally and being able to kind of move on with my life yeah did you I mean I, what was your background before that where did you do creative things or, or what what did you what would it led you to art uh yeah so I would, I would say my mom is definitely the artistic one in the family and like like I took some drawing and did some painting when I was like younger, like most kids do. But uh, as an adult, I kind of move more into graphic design. Uh, I do some writing uh, for the University of Michigan, uh, where I currently work. And so I that's how I channel like my creative side is like through writing graphic design. I run our social media for the School of Music, Theater and Dance. And so I've always kind of been, I say creative adjacent. I've always been around really super creative and interesting people. And I think helping to tell their stories or to kind of dabble on the side with my own stuff was my way I get my outlets out. But it really wasn't until I started doing like the sketchbook that I I really kind of honed into like, okay, like this is something that I can use for myself um, to help me become a better person and just kind of like help during the time I was in yeah I I kind of I mean I'm I love the kind of weird serendipitous way that this all came about like that Ann Arbor show was sort of a really random thing that we ended up doing because we had like a last minute sponsor and then I'm glad you were able to find it and then bring it for your mom and then it's it's kind of this like interesting story that we fell into your your life at the right time so I'm glad that you we're able to use that and yeah I'm curious if you have like uh maybe even not through our project but just for people who maybe want to use art as a as a therapeutic resource do you have any advice for anyone who's sort of thinking about that or afraid to do that I think the the biggest thing for me was there's so much inside of me and you can have your friends your family like I had a very strong support network and they were always there for me But like when you're going through things or when you need an outlet for something, sometimes you just can't let everyone completely in because, you know, we all have, 
you know, our fears. I know I was always afraid of like how people would see me, how people would, you know, think about me. And at, at a point like that for myself, it's just like I was already feeling so low that like any sort of thing that would make someone think less of me, even though I don't think they would, but in your mind, you just kind of go down these rabbit holes. And so kind of like the journaling and the sketchbook project for me was somewhere that I could just be like, I'm just putting everything out into the world and you know, I don't need to be judged about it. Like I can just be me and I can say the things that I want to say. I can express the thoughts and feelings that I'm um, needing to express. And it, because I think it was going to be for an audience that I assumed I wouldn't ever meet. It's just like, I can put this out into the world and it's out there. And I think too, with the hope of that kind of stuff is you always think that, you know, I'm not the first person to ever experience these things. Like other people have experienced, you know, much greater tragedies, but like everyone goes through things and during that time because i did feel so alone it was also kind of hopeful on my part is like i could transfer those feelings and someone you know at one of the mobile um sketchbook things could pick it up and be like oh like i went through that too and some sort of like communal like understanding like social consciousness of you know people are always going through these things and seeing it reflected in art and writing and music you know it can definitely help other people process and I know during my own you know stuff you know music books art like I gravitated towards it because it definitely helped me you know process things and and move better I actually remember when I was at the library um, before I went on my trip someone had done a sketchbook of tinder profiles of like all the different (laughs) tinder messages that they had gotten and the really cool drawings And I just, it was just one of those things like coming across it, like just made me laugh and made me feel good. And because I was dipping my foot into Tinder at the time too, um, it just, it was just one of those little moments that, you know, that person, that artist might not have known it when they created the sketchbook, but like that, that's a small little piece that helped me, you know, move on and get to a point where I'm able to laugh and have a good time again. I really love that while kind of processing what was happening in your life and trying to heal, you also were doing this to help heal others. I think that's pretty amazing. And what kind of stood out to me was the fact that you said um, what helped too was kind of knowing that you could reach different people, people that you don't even know. And then when you met Steve and Willow, you were actually bringing a partner to look through that book. So I'm curious of... um, How does it feel to reflect back on that book now and how did it feel to bring someone new into your life and kind of give them this book to kind of share a very like raw experience that you had? That's a great question. I think when I look back on it and I just even think about who you are at certain points of your life, where I was at that point when I was doing the sketchbook in a weird way is kind of like a raw sketch of who I think I am now. Mm. And over time, I realized that there were certain characteristics or traits that I would put importance on about who I thought I should be 
And that was more catered towards how I thought others would view me or what others would want or desire. And I think through the process of doing the sketchbook and healing and like working is just, I started to realize that I needed to work on myself. I needed to make sure that I was happy and that I was doing the things that would make me feel good and be a better person, but also being honest. And I think that's the one thing that the sketchbook definitely brought out of me was I, one of those people who I don't like conflict. Um, I don't like to get into arguments. Like it makes me feel uneasy. And so a lot of the time in the past, there would be things that might bother me or make me upset. And, you know, you do the thing where you repress it, you bury it down, or you try to minimize it to say like, oh, that's not a big deal. There's no point in trying to why have a fight about something that is so insignificant? And I think through the process of doing the sketchbook and trying to work on making myself better, I learned like, no, you have to be able to say if something bothers you or to be open and honest. And I think that's the great thing about being with Marina now, who is the partner that I showed that to is when I came along or when she came along and I met her, I was at such a much better point of being a person that could be open and honest about things and not feeling I needed to change or alter myself. And she accepted that. And so bringing her to the sketchbook project was definitely interesting because it was like, this is a raw, unadulterated take of my experience. And like, we've talked about it in the past, but you know, whenever you tell stories reflecting back, you know, you kind of maybe leave out details or, you know, clean things up a little bit. And this was just a completely unvarnished real look and seeing her read it and then talking with her afterward and then just having someone accept that and be like, yeah, that's super cool that, you know, you're able to express yourself and, you know, I see you now as a partner or in a relationship and I see elements of your past, but I also see where I can tell you've really worked to improve yourself to be a better person. Yeah, that's like, that's, well, I'm really happy to hear you guys are together still. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I also love that she, in that way through the sketchbook, got to meet you in that time you know like okay like i'm actually hearing the words from him during this specific time yeah and i I think the interesting and it's funny because i told her i was going to be on the podcast and we were just talking about things and i think a big fear of mine was always in that moment you're just your emotions are so high and just you know, letting it out. I was always a little bit worried, like, did I write something in there that like now looking back six years later, like I would be not embarrassed about, but like ashamed or just like, oh, that was really mean or that really wasn't worth that. And so when I talked to her about that, she's just like, no, I didn't think there was anything in there that you would consider vicious or mean. It was just, you know, how you were dealing with your processes. And she said that, to her, that was a good thing because if she would have seen if something in there was like very vindictive or it was like a very angry thing, uh, a creation out of anger, that she would then reflect on me now to be like, oh, well, what happens if we kind of hit like a, a bump in the road or something goes wrong? And so I think the sketchbook really helped her appreciate how much I was, I had grown and that I was able to 
deal with that in such a way that, you know, I wasn't villainizing anyone or really trying to make someone feel bad. So I think that's a, a positive aspect about it that the sketchbook brought about with our current, my current relationship is that she knows that, you know, the person that she has gotten to know is, is really a genuine, nice, caring, passionate person. Well, I think the question on everyone's mind is, did you get a dog since then? <laughs> so, um, I have, I have, my dog Zoe just passed away last January. Oh, no. That's okay. We were together for 15 years. Uh, but that was the funny conversation was when we were deciding that we should have tried to adopt Willow. It was just like, would oh, you get along with Zoe? <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I'm still in the process of, of thinking about getting another dog, but, um, yeah, it would have been it would have been interesting had we been able to adopt Willow because then I could have just shared the story of running through the streets of Brooklyn trying to save her. <laughs> yeah, that's that's definitely the every foster dog that we didn't keep. We're like, we could have had this story how we met. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much for sharing all of this with us and for being a part of the project and obviously for saving Willow. I hope that she is thriving wherever she is yeah if if they're listening i would love to have photos and updates yeah i need i think we need a will update so hopefully they'll hear this and then we'll do another episode where we interview willow and see how her life was without you and hear her side of the story yeah she'll be like i was trying to get away i've always wanted to go to live in maryland but then they stopped me from doing that Oh my God. All right. Well, thank you so much. And, and we wish you the best of luck with everything going on. Thank you. And again, I feel really honored that you guys wanted to speak to me. Uh, I really appreciate it. And like you said earlier, like in this weird way, the sketchbook project has been a part of my life, you know, for almost 10 years. And I'm glad you guys are having like such great success and I'm excited for this podcast and hearing other people's stories. Yeah. Well, thank you. We're, you're going to be, you're our first man that we've interviewed. So that's exciting. Um, (laughs) Well, thank you for being on it and we will send you, we'll send you the link when it's up. Thanks so much. All right. Thank you. That's our show. Thank you so much to Brandon for your story. Thank you to Autumn for being the best co-host. Thanks to everyone who listened. Uh, If you want to make a donation to the library, if you want to participate in the project, or if you want to learn more about Brandon and see his sketchbook, head over to brooklynartlibrary.org slash podcast. We'll see you next time.